You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Pru. Have I got a bizarre wine to share with you, though, tonight? Welcome to Two Guys Talking Wine. I'm your host, Andre Pru from AndreWineReview.ca and this podcast. And with me, as always, is my <laughs> silent co-host, Michael Pincus. From I was waiting for you to say something, like introduce me or something, but obviously you didn't want to. From MichaelPincusWineReview.com. That is correct. That is where I am from. And, uh, yeah, you just said that you're opening something bizarre. I am opening one of the more bizarre wines I have ever opened on this podcast. And that includes the 2002 that we opened with Donald Geraldo. Why do you keep rubbing that in? Well, because that was a great wine. Sadly, I just broke the cork. But with any luck, it will not break anymore. I hope whatever you're opening has ladybug stink in it. Do you know what? It will not have ladybug stink because it is not from that year. I hope it has ladybug stink anyways. Oh, but it's a very dry cork. Oh, boy, that's not good. All right. Well, I'm drinking Featherstone 2014 Canadian Oak Chardonnay. And this wine is excellent. And what def- year? 2014. That is a very good wine. Yes, it is. That is exceptionally good wine. Yes, it is. Uh, a lot of tropical fruit, so the barrel is definitely dry, driving the flavor, but I know some people who can be a little critical of using oak to uh, push the core of your wine, if, if we want to put it that way. I think when you're using Canadian oak, you get a pass on it. You do, and it's uh, it's an interesting pass because you get a lot of you get some coconut notes out of Canadian uh, oak, which is which is really weird. And just that like typical, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm fairly certain this is a wild ferment wine. It's got, uh, it's got I don't a little, remember what she said. It's just got uh, a little I, bit of like funkiness to it. All right, so here's what I'm having. I've gone deep into the cellar, and I'm having a Vineland 2013. Cabernet Sauvignon, non-VQA. A what? Vineland, 2013, Cabernet Sauvignon, non-VQA. Where's the fruit from? Uh, If I'm not mistaken, this came from Washington State. Oh, cool. Uh, It was the short crop year, so a lot of wineries were allowed to um, augment whatever they made with you know, bought fruit like you would in a a cellar in Canada. Most wineries don't do that anymore, but in 2003, Vineland did do it. And uh, I am having, theoretically, a Vineland Washington State wine, if I am not mistaken. Well, I have to ask Brian about that. This wine sold out at one point, so. That's really cool. Um, Yeah, it's a little little funky at the moment, but. uh, Actually, not bad for. Not bad. A little more foresty floor than I expected, and uh, but thirteen-year-old cab from I think, and uh, and only Brian Schmidt can tell me for sure. But I believe it was Washington State was the fruit. Sorry, you said thirteen-year-old. I thought you said it was from thirteen. No, two thousand and three. Two thousand and three. Oh wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that was a short crop year. So yeah, thirteen. They wouldn't have done it. Thirteen was a, a huge year here in Ontario. Interesting. Yeah, that's a that's pretty funky wine. Well, I guess let's get right into uh, into the topic that we're going to touch on this week. Uh, you and I have both been busy in the month of June and May. Yep. Uh, there are a couple of really great wine competitions that we've both been lucky enough to take parts in. Yes, we did. 
Uh, I was a judge for the Ontario Wine Awards. And I was a judge at the All-Canadian Wine Championships. Did you? Would you like to go first? You're, I think you judged first, if I'm not mistaken. You I did judged judge in May. first. We did, this, uh, we did this back in May. And, um, and the awards were handed out uh, late May, wasn't it? I know I was there. I actually was, can't remember the date that it happened. Was it like two weeks ago already? Yeah, something. Like that. I, I can't believe it's it's gone by so quickly. And you know the worst part is when people are listening to this, even more time will have passed. Yeah, you know what? I want to say it was June first, wasn't it? You know, come what? on, Andre. the date the date doesn't doesn't matter. The thing is, oh, the awards right. have been handed out. Okay, so the awards have been handed out, and um, I don't have the list. I I was there when the awards were handed out. I handed out some of the awards for um, for Quench Magazine. Um, I know that I was I was um, their representative there, and um, I know we gave out uh, Best Syrah, which went to Creekside Broken Press, and I know we also, handed which out was also the Red Wine of the Year, which was also the Red Wine of the Year, uh, and I think I I handed something to Emma Garner from. 30 bench i think it was the riesling award dry riesling award the 2014 small lot riesling wood post vineyard so are there any surprises for you at the uh at the ontario wine awards winners that you would have got wow i i'm shocked by that one not really in a in a good way i'm not saying wow they should not have won but you were like you know i tasted that wine i i didn't think of it as the best wine but uh, obviously it was judged that way no, actually, you know what? I think if anything, more opinions were validated. I mean, one of my favorite moments was the Gamay category, where Chateau de Charme took two golds. And I mean, the interesting thing about the Ontario Wine Awards is there's only three wines that will medal unless there's a tie. I mean, there's a couple of weird exceptions, but there's essentially gold, silver, bronze. And if a wine hits the threshold to win a gold medal, it will win a gold medal. And having been on the panel, I know you've been on panels for the Ontario Wine Awards in the past. The judging is very strict for these awards. Yep. So the fact that Chateau de Charme won double gold, two different gold medals for both versions of their 2014 Gamay, I think that which says is, a lot. Which is the Duat and the regular Gamay Noir, correct? $14.95. So just a testament to the fact that great wine, and I, I, I will not even hesitate a little bit in saying that this is a great wine doesn't need to cost a lot of money. No, I would agree with that. And um, uh, I, I want to continue with the Ontario Wine Awards, but I did uh, judge on the panel who did um, Gamay for the uh, All-Canadian Wine Championships. And I'll, I'll share that with you in a bit. But continue on with your, your Ontario Wine Awards summary. Ooh, that's what we refer to in the business as a tease. Do you that's make right. It, do you want to make Teasing it a little it bit? Do you want to make I've it a also, little bit? I've also highlighted some Cabernet Franc, some Chardonnay. Just for you, the Chardonnay, by the way. I didn't care, but, you know, just for you. Well, let's move on to Chardonnay. I mean, um, last year at the Ontario Wine Awards, 16 Mile kind of came out of nowhere with winning uh, their gold medal for the over $20 Chardonnay. Which and they was, actually it was um, very well deserved. It was very well deserved. And if I'm not mistaken, they supplanted the guy who had taken it three years in a row from Exaltet in Prince Edward County. It's it's Exalted. What did I call it? You said it Exaltet. What did you call it? It's Exalted. 
I don't know. We got to talk to uh, Jerry about that one. We will. But yes, uh, last year, 16 mile overtook Exultant with uh, with their gold medal. But um, so Exultant has now won the gold medal on the Chardonnay. They won it again this year. Yep. They won gold and they won bronze. The gold medal won for their 2013 version of the Blessed and the uh, bronze medal for their 2014. So unfortunately, the 2013 is sold out at the winery, but the 2014 will be released a little bit later on. That's interesting because he's taken four of the last five years. Uh, five of the six. Is it five of, I thought it was four of five, but all right, I'll take I'll I'll trust you on that. It was five of six. I, I put it in my in my last column for Torontoist. Well, five of six. So that guy really has a has a nose for Chardonnay, as they say. They're really well put together. They're big. They're oak driven, but at the same time, um, they don't pummel the fruit. A lot of the local flavors from the fruit, the orchard fruit, apples and, and peaches come out. It's not just all vanilla and pineapple and, and toastiness. Like it's, uh, I love those wines. Um, I know that I, I know they're a lot of money, but I mean, I'm more than happy to pick up a bottle to support them. I've uh, I've talked to Jerry Spinoza, and uh, he's not a. Here's the funniest part uh, that I found was that he is not a big Chardonnay fan. That's what he told me years ago. He may now be a, a Chardonnay fan, but he wasn't. And and what I always found interesting about that is um, that he's making the best Chardonnays in Ontario. Uh, on the opposite side, if you remember Natalie Spakowski, who uh, used to make for uh, Rosewood, mm-hmm. uh, she hates Cabernet Franc, or I don't know, I'm going to, I'm speaking from years past, and she made some of the best Cabernet Francs in Ontario as far as I, as far as I was concerned. Interesting. Well, yeah, it is so maybe you got to hate a grape to really, you know, you got to, it's like I hate, you know, can I say hate? No. Oh, you just did. I'll, oh, pro- I'll probably bleep it out. All right. So, you know, you got to really hate something to love it. You know what I mean? Easy there, Gian. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess maybe some some other surprises, not so surprises. There were still a lot of 2012 wines that were entered into the competition. So for the red wines, um, I mean, especially your Bordeaux varietals, 2012 was a monster year. Very ripe fruit, definitely more Bordeaux in in style and and a very just, I mean, an excellent year, especially if you're looking for wines that will age. But if you take a look at the Cabernet Franc Award, the gold medal went to a 2014 Cabernet Franc from Cassaba. Yeah, I could see that. The silver went to a 2012 Reserve Cabernet Franc, also from Cassaba. Nice. Now, I actually did just have a chance to taste that 2014 uh, gold medal winner from Cassaba, and the acidity is very high on it. This is definitely a great wine for food, and I'm not sure if it's going to age as long as the 2012s will. But it just had this depth to it. Like when you first opened the bottle, there was this like beefy, smoky note to it, which opened up to your raspberry, cranberry, and then moved to kind of darker blackberry and almost these hints of blueberry with this just like amazing acidity on the finish that just, I mean, the, the, it, it, it just finished so nicely. See, the cassava, to me, comes as a surprise. And I will tell you why, because I usually don't think of them for Cabernet Franc. I think of them for Syrah. But when it comes to Cabernet Franc, they're they're usually not on my radar. But now, obviously, they are. Oh, they! I, I have a few bottles of Cabernet Franc on, on my wine rack in my collection. And I, I, I love their Syrah. 
but it's not something I'm in a hurry to buy because for me, in my mind, cassava are making some of the best Cabernet Franc in the province. All right, not uh, not again, not one that I would have uh, would have come up with. And uh, I guess before we move on to yours. Uh, one last thing I think is worth noting is 16 Mile did win another gold medal for the under $20 Chardonnay for the 2012 Rebel Chardonnay. That's and a very good wine. Fantastic value. Fantastic yep. value. And and you know what? The thing I love about that category and having a wine like this win that category is it's really helping to raise the bar for what entry-level wine should be in the province. And, I mean, we've got lots of great wineries. Like, Flat Rock makes a great Chardonnay for, like, 16 bucks. Chateau de Charme has a really good one. Um, I mean, fifteen uh, bucks. Yeah, and barrel fermented maybe, Chardonnay. Maybe. I know. I tell you, I'm not a big fan of Chardonnay, but that one is a winner. I find Truly it a, a little. I find it a little oak heavy, but that's just my personal taste. Oh yeah, speaking of which, that flat rock that I just mentioned won silver. Uh, Taws with their sketches of Niagara Chardonnay won silver as well. I mean, no. the, the bar is moving higher for entry level wines, and I mean, you're not going to be looking at really great Chardonnay in the ten dollar price range. But I don't know. For me, spending twenty bucks or less for a, a bottle of wine to enjoy on a Friday night isn't asking a whole lot. No, no, not at all. So let's talk about your awards. Now here's, here's the difference between the Ontario wine awards and the all Canadian wine championships. championships is you got to see the results of the Ontario wine awards. I didn't get to hear anything from the aquas and they also contained BC wines. So BC, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Quebec, I taste wines from all over the country, and it, you know it really shows what a great, uh, a, a great wine country we are. Canada is, and uh, from coast to coast, um, there's some great stuff being made uh, across this great land. Let's say, how about that? Is that my? Is that, is that our commercial bit? Yeah, and I would uh, I would agree with that. Um, having recently had a chance to review even the Benjamin Bridge uh, Nova Seven, which is kind of a Moscato sparkling sort of thingy that is easy drinking but uh, extremely consistent year in year out. So you don't really picture Nova Scotia as a great wine growing region, or if you aren't, you should start thinking about it because they're making great wines literally every year. This is like I think the fifth year that I've had a chance to taste that wine. So but yeah, anyways, I, let's I, talk. To, let's talk about some award winners. So as as you do, you only taste certain categories. You don't taste all the wines. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, the All-Canadians had over 1,300 wines that were entered, uh, obviously from across Canada. And I'll give you some um, – so they have they have a variety of awards that they give out. They obviously give a gold, silver, and bronze. And unlike the Ontario Wine Awards, it's not just one wine. There's a percentile that gets. I think it's the top 10% or gold 10% after that or silver 10% are bronze, and then everybody falls out uh, wherever they are. And then, of course, there is what they call best of class, which is the top, top wine from that particular uh, category, uh, such as, I don't know if you've ever been here, uh, ever been to Applewood Farm Winery, Andre? No, I have not. You should go there. They're in, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Stouffville. And uh, every year, this guy seems to pull up an award for something called Mac Mead for a cider. I'm telling you, this stuff is so summer friendly. It's some of the some of the really nicest stuff you'll get a chance to try. Kunzelman won for best of class special select late harvest, and uh, going up to Stouffville again with the Willow Springs Winery best uh, Vidal Ice Wine, best of class. 
so there you go. There's a couple of ones that you may not have, well, Clemson one you have, but mm-hmm. uh, that you may not have heard of. So uh, looking back at some other best of class, uh, we were uh, a couple of weeks ago in uh, the Lake Erie North Shore, and you'll be proud to hear that Cooper's Hawk won for Cabernet Sauvignon under $25 for their 2012 cab so Nice. Best of class. But that's, uh, uh, that, would be, yeah, that would be a uh, Niagara, Niagara fruit wine. Uh, I would, uh, no, 2012 would be their own. Okay, good, cool. Two, 2012 awesome. is definitely their own. Uh, keeping with Ontario, we got uh, Bellaterra Cab Franc from Pondview. 2012? Cab Franc over 25. Is that 2012? That is 2013. Oh, wow. Good for them. Yeah. And something new that I just tried, and believe it or not, I I have a passion against uh, Baco Noir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, we've never even talked Baco Noir. We should one day, because I'm not a fan. I don't know if you are. Um, but I think when we started working together, I was, but I've kind of come around. There, there have been some really, really tremendously awful Bacos that have been making it to market recently. Yeah, and uh, I, I believe there, I, I believe there are three uh, wineries that really do Baco justice, and each, one for each uh, region. Okay, as far as I'm concerned, um, uh, Lake Erie North Shore. We didn't get a chance to do uh, Sanson. Okay. Uh, it was very good. Um, uh, Sandbanks. I think their Baco is quite drinkable. I know she leaves a little bit of sweetness behind, but I still think it's a very drinkable Baco. And that's for uh, Prince Edward County. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, you know, the uh, benchmark is uh, Henry of Pelham. Yes. And they picked up for their 2014 brand new wine for them, uh, Old Vines Baco Noir. From thirty-year-old vines, if I'm not mistaken, that's what they've uh, said on the on the propaganda they send out. I like calling it propaganda, not tech sheets. Uh, but yeah, so they won best of class for uh, for uh, single red hybrid. I actually had a chance to taste that wine on Friday, and I thought it was I thought it was really good. I'm not going to say really good for Baco, even I'm just going to say straight up, it was a really good wine. It's a really good wine. No, I tried it also. I thought also it was a very good wine. So I was very impressed with that. Uh, let me see other Ontario highlights. Um, uh, Calamus picks up uh, best of class for their 2013 Barrel Kissed Chardonnay. And uh, Magnata picks up um, uh, something for 2014 Sauvignon Blanc Special Reserve. So, that's interesting. So, yeah. But I mean, one other thing that, that's interesting and people should know, if you're not familiar, not every winery enters every competition. So no, the Ontario Wine Awards, you had... I think it was about 70 different wineries that had entered, but every winery doesn't enter every category. So, like, I don't no. think Calamus had any wines in the Ontario Wine Awards, but I could be so mistaken. They, they obviously did. And for you, just to know, best of class, uh, Chardonnay, uh, unoaked, was a Deep Roots winery out of British Columbia. So I know you're heading off to BC. Yes. So you may want to check out Deep Roots. In fact, Deep Roots, uh, for me, uh, and the things that I tasted... Um, scored very high. I liked their 2014 Malbec that I tried, the 2015 Gamay, and their 2015 Chardonnay. I thought these were all excellent wines. So, put deep roots on your um, on your radar, Andre. Sorry, was that was that unoaked? Did you just say unoaked? Uh, it was an unoaked one, yeah. You loved an unoaked Chardonnay. I I liked it very much. Yes. Okay, that's duly noted. It happens every so often. Every blind squirrel finds a nut every so often. (laughs) 
Well, what about, uh, what about Oak Quail's Chardonnay? Gate for their Stewart Family Reserve Chardonnay, which okay. won uh, Chardonnay's over twenty dollars. Thought I'd tell you that. Excellent. How much and is it? Cap, how much is Cap it cost? Franc under twenty five okay. was because they have obviously so many wines that they try and give out uh, more awards. Is Robin Ridge uh, Cab Franc two thousand and thirteen for uh, Cabernet Franc under twenty five dollars? Interesting. Is that which uh, which? That's not Ontario. That would be BC, right? That was also BC. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to getting a chance to, to taste the um, the BC Cabernet Franc. And I guess it might be the interesting thing about a, a competition like the one that you're in is I know especially when you're talking about the uh, south of BC, your Osoyoos Oliver region, um, it's a whole different ball game in terms of how the fruit turns out at the end of a growing season than uh, it is in Ontario, even in a hot year. Oh yeah, it's basically a desert down there, so you know you get the you get more ripe fruit. You get things like um, Malbec, Tanat, strange things. I know they're doing them over at uh, at Stratus, but I mean these these things ripen properly. Well, I mean Stratus, um, they're making great wines, but th- the way they deal with the fruit is definitely not conventional. Um, no, that's very true. I'll tell you that uh, Ontario seemed to dominate Cab Franc, uh, especially in the gold category. Okay, uh, Casadea. Early Acres. You ever heard of them? I have not heard of them. Early Acres uh, took a gold. Uh, there you go. Uh, Cassaba, 2014 Cab Franc took a gold. And Cooper's Hawk, uh, Cab Franc Reserve, also took a gold. That wine is, is phenomenal. Yeah, that reserve is is wonderful, and I'm going to be doing a video on that one. So that was really great. So that, uh, so the golds. And then there was two other ones, Poplar Grove and Cassini Cellars, that also took golds in the cab front categories. Of course, I'm going to go through the ones that, you know, you and I have a passion for. Yes. Um, uh, Chardonnay. I know you, uh, you, uh, have a thing for it. Uh, fielding and legends were the only golds in the Chardonnays. One, uh, unoaked one, uh, Chardonnays under $20. Sadly, that, uh, that takes care of the golds in, um, uh, the golds in Ontario. Okay. And uh, I got a chance. We I, we did talk about uh, very briefly uh, the Gamay category in Ontario. Uh, you got to check out some of these Gamays that are being made out in British Columbia. I'm looking forward uh, to it. I'm curious how well they would turn out because uh, it is a little warmer in general there than it is in Ontario. And I mean, Gamay isn't something that likes a, a whole lot of heat. You, you get, it, no. it does get to a point where it's too hot. Well, I can I can tell you that the um, the only well, there's a silver from Peller Estates with a private reserve Gamay uh, took a took a silver. That's a great one. But in the gold category, it was all all BC, believe it or not. Uh, Pipe Dreams, uh, Deep Roots, and uh, Sand Hill all took gold, and they were all wines I tried. I did get a chance to uh, to taste the Gamay category, and I was blown away. Blown away by Gamay. Of the 13 Gamays that I tried, 10 of them scored uh, well over 80. I'm going to say the lowest score I gave there was like 87. And what was the threshold for what was what was the threshold for your medals? Uh, well, it all, all depends. Again, it comes down to per- percentile. Okay. So, but I mean, you know, there was Gamays that I was giving 88, 89, 90, 92. There was just some really great, great Gamays. So uh, it shows that in in this country we can really do gamay well from uh, in Ontario and in in British Columbia. Well, there we go. 
There you go. That's kind of a wrap up, I guess. Uh, um, obviously, the Ontario Wine Awards are going to be on their website, so you can read up all their awards and the All Canadian Wine Championships. You can go to their website and check out their medal winners. And um, I know with with purchasing wine, uh, I love using award winners as a great way to pick out a bottle. I know we've, we've just gone through a few lists, but I mean, I, I can't highlight enough. Even if a wine hits a, a bronze medal, especially with the Ontario Wine Awards, um, I mean, on the sparkling wine category, we had well over 20 wines and only three wines got medals. So, I mean, it is a great way to make sure that you're picking up something that's pretty good because uh, judging is difficult. You, it is. I didn't. You know what? I didn't even. I didn't even give you the uh, the uh, best of the sparkling categories. I should uh, give you a quick uh, quick look. Who won for sparkling in Ontario? That would be Henry of Pelham for the cuvee Catherine um, Rosé. Not a shock at all. It was, it was fantastic. Uh, yeah, Ontario seems to have done very well in the gold medals uh, sparkling wines. We've got Henry of Pelham's Blanc de Blanc. That wine is amazing. 2011. Uh, Trius Brut Rosé. Uh, I think ever since he added that Gamay uh, dosage. Uh, fantastic. And uh, Q Vineyards Rosalie, which was also a, a, a rosé, I thought was excellent. Well, there we go. Pick up an award best, winner. Best of class. Let me just give you that one really quickly as I look through this list. Uh, best of class. Where are you? Uh, I'm lost. Can't find it. It's here somewhere. Probably Henry Fellow. Could be. Could be. Not surprised if it was. But, uh, yeah, best of class sparkling. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know what happened to it. Get your lost shit together, Michael. What was that? Get your shit together, Michael. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, so I guess the moral of the story is, is together shit. You can uh, go to go to the websites for these respective wine awards, uh, OntarioWineAwards.ca, or and I believe it's uh, AllCanadianWineChampionships.com. But if you Google them, you'll definitely come up with them. And just make a list. Use these lists to go visit a place in Niagara, Prince Edward County, or BC, or Nova Scotia, uh, and you'll definitely find something worth tasting. Definitely. Yep. I I love doing these awards. Uh, I love. Uh, I love tasting them. They're they're a tough slog some days, but uh, I love seeing who wins. That's it's just I don't know. It's still a thrill after all these years. Say good night, Michael. Oh yeah, good night, Michael. I'm uh, Michael Pincus from uh, MichaelPincusWineReview dot com. I'm and Andre. You find me all over oh. social media as the Grape Guy or Michael Pincus. You you choose. I'm Andre Pru from AndreWineReview dot ca. Find me everywhere at AndreWineReview. Good night for now. Good night. Thank you for listening. You can subscribe at twoguystalkingwine.com.